Thank you for joining me for another Quick Hits Conversation. I'm Dr. Robin. With me today, I have Frank Galindo. He works in PR and he enjoys bringing people together where he does partnership relationships. He has 20 years experience. I have Jim Tam. He's the head of the Dallas office for Keystone Partners. He helps people perform at their best through leadership development and placement services. And I have Sarah Sears. She is the owner of S Design Inc., where she does brand strategy, creating brand clarity for visionary leaders. The question I have for you today, why do you think so many people tolerate being unhappy at work? Frank, can you kick us off? Sure, Dr. Robin, great to see you here. Great to meet everyone here. For me, in my opinion, it can be summed up in one word and also, you know, based on experience, uh, personal experience and experience with other people. I think that that word is, is fear. Mm. I think a lot of people tolerate the unhappiness because of uh, fear of the unknown, right? If they decide to switch jobs, no matter how happy they think they might be in a new role or in another company or in another industry, it's that fear of, well, maybe, maybe not, right? There could be the fear of losing their current lifestyle. So uh, that may be predicated on the amount of money that they're making. So if their dream job that would make them happy and they know it would just does not pay anywhere near mm -hmm. as much as what they're making, you know, they're, they're afraid of that lifestyle shift that they're so used to based on the money they're making and the job that's making them unhappy. So at the end of the day, it really becomes an overall fear of change, I think. And I think that's what um, just kind of drives people or forces, for lack of a better word, for them to stay in mm -hmm. a role, company, industry where they are unhappy. You know, they're, they're just uh, maybe afraid. Mm. Sarah, what do you think? Well, um, I, I, I thought about this a lot before I came in the call, but I, I, something came to mind when Frank was talking that I've heard other people talk about it, which is the golden handcuffs, you know, being in a position or at a company where the culture is just terrible, but that they can't leave because of the money they're making or the benefits. And, and I had, um, I had fear <clears throat> or anxiety surrounding change. And, uh, the other thing that I think about sometimes, and maybe this is a little bit different perspective, you know, what are you focusing on? Because I think if you're only focusing on the things that make you unhappy at work, sometimes you can miss some things that maybe you are, it's kind of like the grass is always greener somewhere else kind of mentality. Mm -hmm. So I know that's probably not exactly <laughs> what everyone was thinking about here, but I I've noticed that sometimes if you're only focused on the negative things and that's just, you just get more and more of that. And so even if you're going to make a change, if at the time being, if you can focus on something more positive or be grateful for some of the things that maybe are good about the place that you are, that may attract something into your life that is more in line with what you want um, instead of just focusing on the negative. Uh, well, and if you always focus on the negative, you take yourself with you to right. the next job. So right. that, that's going to yep. be another problem. Absolutely. Yeah. So. Jim, what do you think? Yeah, I, I agree with Frank and Sarah about like lack of choices. I think we're, you know, they both kind of have uh, said that people just feel like they're locked and they don't have a choice to leave. And I think, especially in tracks where you need a certification, like a lawyer, doctor, CPA, like once you have it, you do the job for a year and you realize you don't like it. Mm. And then you're stuck because what do you do after residency? I mean, we help doctors kind of wrestle through that, you know, sometimes when they realize that uh, they went to medical school, they paid all the bills. They went through the residency, but they're not really that keen on being a doctor anymore. Wow. So it's tough to pivot once you kind of have that, right? It's lack of choices. I would say the good thing is that people are not tolerating it as much as they used to. Mm. I think people, I think one of the last couple of years have really made people, you know, realize they do have choices. And maybe it's also not just about work, but it applies to everything else. Because I do think that when people are unhappy at work, they're probably unhappy in every other facet of their life too. 
and having people you know, need to recheck them, recheck them themselves. And similar to what you said, you, know, you bring it to work, you're going to bring it mm -hmm. home. Mm -hmm. I had a situation when I worked in corporate where I went into my boss and was like, this isn't working. I'm not happy here. And she basically said, well, this is how it is. And I said, well, okay, then I need to leave. And she actually played the devil, you know, card. She said, well, you know, anywhere else you go might be worse. And she really tried to scare me wow. into staying. Wow. <laughs> So I think that that's a thing too, is that if you are in a situation where people are telling you, oh, it could be worse somewhere else, or you might be mis more miserable somewhere else, you may stay in a situation that's bad just because, well, it might be worse somewhere else. And I don't know that that's necessarily a thing. I also don't think what, what's helped is the access to information on the internet and, and, and but you can't help but, but benchmark, right? It's like, I'm, I'm, a, I'm at this title, I should get, get paid this and you start Googling, next thing you know, you feel like you're underpaid. When before perhaps yeah. you know it was always been like that but that you didn't realize it right i think that's also maybe perhaps making people more unhappy because mm. you can't mark yourself mm -hmm. so what yeah. tips do we have for people who might want to kind of find out is is it better somewhere else because i know you you end up in a situation where if you start looking and your current employer learns that you're looking then that can be challenging too so what advice do we have for people who are unhappy Look at self-limiting beliefs, maybe. And just kind of explore maybe where you're limiting yourself. That book, you The know, Big Leap, that's a big one for that. Mm -hmm. Oh, I haven't heard of that one. The Big Leap talks about upper limiting yourself, where you believe that you can only go so far. And if you go above that, you self-sabotage to bring yourself back under whatever your belief system <laughs> fits. Yeah. And that's something I talk to clients about all the time is, you know, how happy are you allowed to be? And that's a right. tough question because you're like, oh, I'm allowed all the happiness. But are you? Right. Are you allowing yourself to, to be happy and, and to find that satisfaction in what you're doing? Uh, and I think that Sarah and Jim brought up great points uh, about what you take with you, right? What festers inside of you, both in personal and professional life. It could be way beyond the, the colleague that chews too loud or the boss that just doesn't let you leave ever early, no matter what kind of emergency you have. There's just things that maybe you need to shift and, and self-reflect, maybe pause and think about what's really going on because there mm -hmm. could be some underlying issues that you need to address before you do any type of, uh, make any decision with regards to changing anything uh, in your personal professional life. Mm -hmm. Jim, I bet you run into people who are unhappy at work. How often have they done the self-reflection about what is making them unhappy? You know, I mean, that's a great question. And we do allow people to do a self-assessment. It's like, Unfortunately, people just know what, what they're not happy about, but they don't know what makes them happy. Mm, so yeah. what is the goal? You know, it's like you try all these foods and I don't like it, I don't like it, but so what do you like? I don't know, you know? And it's tough to help that person to, unless they help themselves. Right. And then once you kind of identify what's gonna make you happy and then you start taking measures. Mm -hmm. And I guess the other thing to consider is that if you do change, it doesn't have to be permanent. You can always change again. Right. I, I think that that's right. a lot more accepted now than it used to be. Yeah. yeah, that's a good point. People felt like, oh, what's wrong? I can't just settle on one thing. Like, I, I can't just maintain one frame of thought. No, I mean, you should be able to open yourself up to learning and new experiences and taking that with you to make things better for yourself. So are we saying that the first step, if you're unhappy at work, is kind of some self-reflection? Self-awareness is critical. Yeah. Mm -hmm. I would say so. Always be, you'll always be running away from something as opposed to running towards something. I know for me, when I worked in corporate, I felt like, well, I have a job. And this, this comes from my father. If you see my TEDx talk, you know, he says this to us. If you have a job, be thankful for it. Don't ever quit. You might not get another one. 
And I believe that for a long time, like, well, I might not get another one, you know, I'm not that smart and I'm kind of average and all the stories you tell yourself. And so that's the other piece I think is you have to listen to the stories you're telling self and recognize them. Like, what am I actually saying? And is it true? That's a good point. People get into their own heads and, you know, they stay unhappy in their jobs because they don't think they're good enough to do anything else or, you know, move on to something else. I'm just going to stay here. I I don't deserve this. or I don't think I can do this. You're just there. You know, you Mm -hmm. keep on going on that same path and nothing ever changes. If you get really clear on your own value set and then you can align with a corporation. Now that's assuming that the that the job that they're in, that they're clear on their values and that those aren't just something they're putting up front, right? Mm-hmm. So they get there and have an experience that's different than what you were expecting. But then just kind of knowing in that that you always have responsibility to live into those values and be accountable for them as mm-hmm. well. I think I that the first the first step is recognizing I'm unhappy. Is it my yeah. work that's making me unhappy? Is it some internal stuff I have going on? Is there external stuff I'm bringing to work? I, I think a lot of people stay in jobs and I call it living your default life, which is yeah. the life you've been given and you just stay there because it's too hard to create anything else. And I think that's the hardest part is when do you decide I don't want to live my default life? I want to live something more fulfilling, more created. And then what do you do from there? Yeah, the word that comes to mind, Dr. Robin, is empowerment. People mm-hmm. should realize that they have choices and it's up to them to make those choices. I mean, they, you create your own happiness, right? Yeah. Stepping happiness out of your comfort zone. Inside job. Yeah, and then stepping out of your comfort zones. Mm-hmm. Hard to do, but life-changing. Yeah. And I mean, I've been there. I've done it. I understand. So I, I can't say, oh, everybody should just go jump ship, change jobs, do different things. That's not necessarily the answer either. So thank you for having this conversation with me about why people stay in unhappy work situations. I think we've touched on a lot of interesting things that can help people think. So thank you so much for that. And I look forward to speaking to each of you again really soon. Thank Thank you. Thank you.